0: Welcome to KXAN news today. Here are your Wednesday morning headlines. The State Board of Education is meeting today. It's going to talk about a curriculum bill that aims to provide teachers with some new resources and instructional materials in line with state standards. Also a law that is designed to keep sexually explicit books out of public school libraries. That law currently awaiting an appeals court decision.
1: The Austin Fire Department is holding their 19th annual senior holiday lunch today. The event was founded by retired Austin firefighter Tim LaFuente. LaFuente, who not only organizes the event every year, cooks all the food himself. It's at the Conley Guerrero Activity Center at 1130 this morning.
0: That's a big job. And the Salvation Army is kicking off the distribution of angel tree gifts this morning. These gifts are going to 7,000 Central Texas children in need of Christmas assistance this year. So the giving is underway. That's yes, great the to dangerous. see. Yeah, we have meteorologist Kristen Curry here with us as a chilly and potentially damp day has arrived. Here
2: we go. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, day one of three rain chances here. So let's get started with a look at what's happening outside. Clouds and radar indicating some light rain trying to get in from the south. I'm expecting this to spread out a little bit more once we get closer to sunrise, but the clouds aren't gonna go anywhere today. Cloudy through start middle and finish here, and that's really going to affect our temperatures. But that starts this morning and maybe an opposite way than you would might, might think it's warmer out there compared to yesterday and the day prior. In fact, we're still sitting at 52 degrees outside Lockhart here. This is our Kreutz Market camera there down in Caltwell County. Cloudy skies and milder temperatures to start. The warm-up here is a good 10 to 20 degrees. That's the difference between right now and 24 hours ago, seeing far less of the 30s on the map and way more of those 50s. It's widespread 50s walking out the door this morning. But The clouds will limit the warm-up later today, only expecting to reach 57, so clearly if we're sitting at those low 50s right now, we won't go far, not expecting a whole lot of sunshine, but that scattered light rain is just the beginning. Rain chances today? At about 30 to 40%, they briefly get put on hold for most of us tomorrow, and then still the main event expected on Friday. Widespread heavy rain possible, good soaking expected here in Central Texas. We'll talk a little bit more about the timing and potential totals in your first warning forecast.
0: Thank you, Kristen. It has been a week since a gunman went on a shooting spree here in Central Texas, taking six lives. Austin police say he killed his parents first in San Antonio, than four others in Austin.
1: APD released, released pictures of two more of the victims, Katherine Short and her daughter, Lauren. And for the first time since the shooting, Austin police say they are now in the middle of reviewing how they warn people about a situation like that.
0: And and Sarah Alshake explains why police and Austin ISD leaders say they decided against sending out a description of that gunman to the public.
3: This is the most murders committed in Austin by any one individual since 1991.
4: For eight hours, the Austin Police Department says Shane James went on a shooting spree throughout Austin. He killed six people and injured three others.
3: He had basically dumped the vehicle and walked within a mile or two of that area to, to commit each double homicide.
4: These are the faces of those lives lost, including a young mom, another mother and daughter, and even James's own parents.
3: Manuel Popba, age 32, Sabrina Rahman, age 24, Catherine Short, age 56, and Lauren Short, age 30, Phyllis James, age 55, and Shane James,
0: uh, senior, age 56.
4: According to APD, James started his shooting spree at Northeast Early College High School, where he shot an AISD officer in both legs. Law enforcement says they had images and videos of what happened at that time.
3: The suspect was captured on AISD surveillance cameras entering the parking lot. Witness cell phone video was provided to investigators later on showed that at approximately 1040, the subject was seen running after firing the shots at Sergeant Barnes.
4: And yet there was no alert sent out to warn about a suspected shooter on the run. It's something the husband of one of the victims, Sabrina Rahman, called into question in a recent interview with KXAN.
0: We've seen one message. My wife wouldn't go out. I would still have a wife, my son would still have a mom.
4: But detectives and the chief of police say they simply didn't have enough clear evidence at the time to do that.
3: The video wasn't of enough substance to where we had a license plate to provide um, to anybody, and the actual depiction of the suspect was from the back. There's no face.
4: For a majority of that day, officials say they were working off of different descriptions of the suspect, and what they did have did not meet the threshold to put out a blue or active shooter alert. There was no indication based on the information and intelligence that we had at the time the incidents
3: were unfolding, That they were related.
4: It wasn't until the early evening when detectives received additional surveillance video from the Shadywood homicides. They say they were about to put out information to the public, but they received word about the mother and daughter killed on Austral Loop and the car chase with the shooter and detectives that followed.
3: Resources were diverted to take care of that. Incident.
4: The chief says ultimately law enforcement did the best with the information they had but she mentioned they are reviewing their process of issuing these alerts in the future. Since this incident has occurred we have already had
3: meetings with Travis County Sheriff's Office um, also with Chief's Need on working with collaborating on how if there is something to put out which is the appropriate entity at what and at what what time.
1: Sarah Alsheh KXAN News. Police also said there are several hours unaccounted for what James did during the time between the shootings on Shadywood Drive and then what happened at Slaughter Lane is unknown.
0: When officers found James, they say he did not have a phone on him. Detectives also said James bought the gun he used in July 2022 from a private seller. The seller told police that James showed appropriate identification during his purchase.
1: Detectives say back in 2018, James traveled from San Antonio to a church here in Austin, and they say 911 callers stated that he was experiencing suicidal thoughts, and officers took him to the emergency room because of him being a danger to himself and to others. And that was the last encounter they had with him until last week's killings. How a judge's ruling on the law against TikTok clarifies the concern over
0: free speech. Plus, how Toys for Tots is trying to stay stocked up for kids in need as the popular nonprofit says it's lacking the donations it needs this holiday season. Good morning. Live look outside from Lockhart, Texas as we kick off this Wednesday morning here on KXA News Today. Happy to have you with us. Police arrested an Austin Water employee for possession of child pornography.
1: Yeah, 61-year-old Mark Raymond was on duty as a Wastewater Pipeline Tech at the time of the arrest back in November. He was accused of possessing at least seven videos of children engaged in sex acts that were shared through the Kick Messenger app. As of last Friday, he was still employed and stationed at the utility's Weberville Service Center. The utility said that it is aware of the arrest and could not comment on the active investigation. Raymond is not the first Austin Water employee to be arrested for a felony. We have details of those pending charges in this story over on KXAN.com. Just search for the story in the investigate section.
0: Texas's ban on TikTok on state devices just survived a federal court case. A judge determined the ban on official state devices and networks is a reasonable restriction, not a restraint on speech. The Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University challenged that ban it argued it violated the First Amendment. The ban extends to official devices at state universities like UT, but the judge ruled because employees can still use their personal devices for TikTok on other networks, the law's okay. Texas, like other states, has concerns about how TikTok's parent company in China might handle personal information.
1: President Biden could soon face an impeachment inquiry, a resolution to launch a formal investigation to Biden. We'll head to the House floor for a vote later on today. House Rules Committee voted last night for it. The 9-4 to four vote along party lines happened after hours of debate and nine failed Democratic amendments. If it passes, which would require the res- support of nearly all 221 Republicans, representatives of formal inquiry would then start
0: the decision left to a federal judge over punishing the state during an ongoing lawsuit as we continue our coverage of the foster care crisis in texas
1: ukrainian president Zelensky's pleas for the aid that's been caught up in a political battle and president biden's argument that the freedom of one country impacts another
5: good morning all texas volleyball in the final four how the longhorns are staying fresh ahead of their battle in tampa
0: Good morning. That is the uh, trail end of the train that is rolling by there in Lockhart this morning. The uh, crossing gate still down. Happy to have you with us early in the morning on this Wednesday.
1: Right now, a federal judge is contemplating whether to hold Texas in contempt of court yet again over ongoing problems in the Texas foster care system.
0: A lawsuit involving this has lasted more than 12 years, and now Judge Janice Jack could slap the state with a fine for not following some of her specific court-ordered reforms. KXAN investigator Avery Travis breaks down what's next.
6: PICTURES SHOW DIRTY, DAMAGED, AND DISORGANIZED ROOMS INSIDE RENTALS IN TEMPLE, Killeen, AND BELTON, HOUSING TEXAS FOSTER CHILDREN WITH SOME OF THE HIGHEST BEHAVIORAL AND MEDICAL NEEDS. PICTURES FILED IN A REPORT AHEAD OF A HEARING IN FEDERAL COURT REVEALING DOZENS OF CHILDREN SPENT NIGHTS IN THESE KINDS OF UNREGULATED PLACEMENTS THIS YEAR. BUT THE GRIM PICTURE PAINTED BY WITNESS AFTER WITNESS IN THAT HEARING, USING ONLY THEIR MEMORIES, GRIPPED A TEXAS COURT courtroom for three days. Hopeless former caseworkers remembered nights working harrowing overtime shifts, watching kids at these kinds of placements. And an 18-year-old girl offered tearful testimony about inappropriate advances from an adult staffer and other poor treatment during her seven years in the system.
0: Very dangerous problem areas that that remain even after all these years and-
6: Paul Yetter one of the lead attorneys who originally filed the lawsuit on behalf of thousands of children in the state's care told the judge they've seen little improvement from the Texas agencies tasked with finding homes and investigating reports of abuse or neglect leadership from the state agencies involved told the court that they've made improvements lowering the number of children without placement as well as prioritizing staffing issues that could potentially put pressure on the system now the judge has held the state of Texas in contempt twice before during the course of this lawsuit. So, all eyes are looking to her, waiting on any ruling. Avery Travis, KXAN News.
0: KXAN reached out to both Department of Family and Protective Services and also the Health and Human Services Commissions. They pointed us to the private attorneys now representing the state here. Those attorneys have yet to respond to our requests.
1: A viral holiday game as people around the world turning down the volume of some Christmas classic. It's called <laughs> Wham Again.
0: Turning down the volume. So while people are coming together to sing Christmas carols this month, turns out avoiding some holiday jingles can be just as unifying. Wham again players are trying to go all of December without ever actually hearing the holiday hit Last Christmas in 1984 that hit from the iconic pop duo wham became synonymous with the holiday season and turns out it is hard to avoid hearing that song if you are trying to a group of friends in denmark started the game nearly two decades ago and are shocked that it's so popular every single year we are surprised and astonished and a little bit terrified of the activity and the engagement and and the excitement with which people come at this thing with. <laughs> so, we've got all the rules and how you can play coming up next on today.
1: You I don't want it. those friends. No, I love that song. <laughs>
0: you do? I do? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Last of all the holiday Christmas, songs, thank you. Love. What? What's
0: yeah, that's all I know. Well, he yeah. lost uh, the game
2: already. I know, exactly. There's a few other songs that I would add to the list that I think no. are worse than Last Christmas. Oh, like, I, I know you don't like some
1: of
0: my would, songs. Would Mariah be on that list? No,
2: I'm talking about, first of all, the Charlie Brown song. Second of all, the Hippopotamus that. song. Get that oh, yeah. off the radio. I love Leanne
1: Rhymes version of
2: it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me show you what's going on this morning. Whether you are in the holiday spirit or not, that you're getting in the car and about to listen to some of those holiday tunes, you might be um, met with a few raindrops on your car ride to work or school. Believe it or not, today is day one of three days of rain chances. This is just kind of the precursor to the main event that's still expected on Friday, but hey, we'll take it. We need rain no matter what day it falls. We love to see it. We've got some of those light spots of sprinkles coming in from the south, but those will probably expand both coverage and maybe a touch in intensity. We're not expecting heavy rain, but we'll likely get a few more raindrops fall, falling from the sky here, getting closer to sunrise. Temperature wise, this looks good. I mean, these temperatures in the 50s, much, much warmer. the freezing cold temperatures we were talking about two days ago, right? So the cloud cover helps keep those lows a little bit warmer than normal, but they work against us in the afternoon. We are not talking any sort of substantial warm-up today, only looking at a high of 57. Rain chances will peak at about 40% today, but again, this is going to be light, light in intensity, so only a few spots expected to get up to maybe a tenth of an inch, but it looks pretty good heading towards about 8 9 a.m., and then things will start to peter out just a little bit heading towards the afternoon. So if anything, your morning commute could be a little slippery in spots, but afternoon-wise will start to dry out some. That continues through the day tomorrow, just a 10% chance of an isolated shower. Then Friday, Friday will be the day that we're likely to see some more soaking rainfall. So anything that falls today is likely to be light, clearly, but once we get After this main event, Friday and into Saturday, that's when those rainfall totals should be much higher. Anywhere from about a half an inch to an inch and a half is what we're still forecasting here. Models have trended down some with the rainfall, so that also corresponds to a lesser flood risk on Friday. We love to see that, but not talking severe weather, not talking widespread flooding. This is just a good soaking rainfall event expected on Friday. We're just getting a little appetizer today. Cloudy skies, 40% chance of light scattered rain, highs in the 50s. 50s because we'll be a little drier tomorrow with sunshine temperatures will rebound back to the 60s and then you'll notice Friday cloudy skies and then that 90 percent chance of widespread showers with a few thunderstorms in the mix. It's not looking like your weekend will be dry but factor in the winds breezy to windy conditions on Saturday. Temperatures only making it to about 59 as well and then the sunshine in the 60s come back Sunday Monday Tuesday a night start to
1: our next work week. Krista, thank you. New video of last Friday's street takeovers that led to at least three
0: arrests. A and viewers sent this video to us showing people blocking off streets in the middle of downtown Austin. So keep in mind, this is East Cesar Chavez and San Jacinto Street, very busy area. On the video, you see all those people there. They're taking scooters, they're on the sidewalk. And they actually end up setting a barricade up as well to make room for this. And then one driver is seen revving into the intersection. They're doing those donuts there. People are filming. Eventually you see the Austin police officers responding. It didn't take long for them to get there and clear out all those people watching. It's right in front of the Four Seasons Hotel to give you a landmark here, a block from the Austin Convention Center.
1: According to arrest records we told you about last night, that was just one of a number of locations live-streamed on social media, alerting police to what was happening. Austin police say it started out as a gathering at the Home Depot in South Austin off of I-35 near Woodward, Woodward. The three arrested were charged with engaging in organized criminal activity. That's a misdemeanor.
0: Also this morning, veterans who need help getting disability benefits from the Department of Veterans Affairs may have been tricked. The Texas Attorney General is suing the company VA Claims Insider, saying it misled and confused vets. The company sells memberships to vets to help them with the benefits process, but the AG's office says this company frequently uses the word free. It says it in the 12-page contract it requires people to sign, but veterans could end up paying six times the amount of any disability increase that they end up receiving. A spokesperson for VA Claims Insider sent us this statement saying it disagrees with the lawsuit, that the company was founded by a veteran to serve veterans, and it looks forward to presenting its case in court.
1: Christmas is fast approaching and many families are going to turn to nonprofits like Toys for Tots for gifts. They're distributing toys starting today and it's going to go on through the weekend. But this year, as demand goes up for the toys, there could be a problem. KXN's Nabil Romano finds Toys for Tots says donations are down.
3: For 76 years, Toys for Tots has been helping make Christmas morning special for families across the nation.
4: I eventually did find out that we were. Uh, receiving toys from nonprofit foundations.
3: Samantha Martinez was one of those families, needing gifts on Christmas. Now she's helping those in need as the coordinator for Austin's chapter of Toys for Tots.
4: To even just donate even a $5 toy, uh, even that that small act will make the hugest difference.
3: This year, demand is up. Yeah, this year the demand went from 1,500 families to almost 3,000. But Major Jeremiah Dennis says donations are down. The warehouse that holds the toys with a lot of open space. It's probably uh,
0: we're probably at 50 percent of where we're at last year.
3: That hasn't stopped volunteers like Robert Rodriguez from stopping by to help. I'm an Austin native. I was born and raised here, and it's an honor to serve my community through the Toys for Tots Foundation. Hopefully, I make a, a difference in that child's life. Now, with just hours before distribution begins, one two-year-old boy. Loves those dump trucks. Those working to help families in need. Anything sports related, basketball, soccer, football. Are hoping for some last minute donations. I wish every child walking on air has a bike. I wish every child had like a red bag from Santa full of toys. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News.
1: Well, the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve puts on Toys for Tots and organizers tell us that they really need toys for 10 to 12 year olds. And toddlers, and if you would like to help, they would love your donation. We have more information on our website kxan.com. Looking in depth, toy maker Hasbro says it is cutting about 1,100 jobs due to a slowdown in sales, and that's about 20 percent of its workforce. And a memo sent to employees, the company said that move is on top of the 800 jobs cut so far this year. AP News is reporting the slowdown is partly because of many parents splurging on toys to keep their kids busy during the COVID-19 lockdown leading to lower demand last holiday season. And toy sales in the U.S. were down 8% from January through August, based on circana's most recent data.
3: This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning,
5: all. Texas football head coach Steve Sarkeesian has said how they're just trying to be like a number of other Longhorn programs competing for national championships. Now in the Final Four, they may have been taking notes from Texas volleyball. The reigning national champs are yes in yet another final four. Not as much time off for Jared Elliott's crew as Sark's crew has. They beat Stanford Saturday. Now they're going to play Wisconsin tomorrow evening for a spot in the national championship game. Hey, I listened to a podcast a day ago about sleep. I think Jared Elliott was listening to that same one.
0: The big key is just getting them a good nap. You know, their routines are They like a good nap. So hopefully we can get a, a, a good nap probably from two to five. And so it should be it should be a normal process. And when you walk into that arena, all the adrenaline takes over, right? It's, it's more keeping them calm in that situation. So um, the nice thing is when you're in college, you can nap for a couple hours. When you're our age, it's, you're hoping for 20 minutes. More worried about my mental state than their mental state. <laughs>
5: By the way, when he says our age, that was Roger that asked the question, not I. Texas has to wait as far as football for their bowl game. A long time, a bit quicker for the Bobcats of Texas State, and a much shorter trip for G.J. Kinney's squad. Bobcats to face Rice in the surf pro. First responder Bowl. What a season for Texas State. Started with that upset win over Baylor, then they did have some ups and downs during the regular season, but fought their way to seven wins and clinching a spot in their first bowl game as a program and coach doesn't know how much this season can change everything.
0: You know, just because we have proof of it now and you know, now we're a program on the rise. We're now there was a lot of question marks year one. We were kind of selling a dream. Now now they can really see it. And um, you know, I I think we have a lot coming back next year. And I think, you know, this this program's headed um to new heights and, and I really believe we can do something really special next year.
5: Still the focus on that first responder bowl against Rice. That win would get them to eight. Could be a milestone for this Bobcat program. That's it for sports. We'll send it back to you.
1: Thank you, Noah. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thank you for joining us. Here's what else we're tracking for you today at 5. Affordable housing for teachers. The Central Texas School District that has approved a plan to help out its educators. Coming up.